should, we should probably clear this up. Kristen was just talking about the show Frozen. Now, we have a, uh adaptation here, a play playing at something called the Tanger Center here of Frozen. It's gone out on the road now. I guess it was a hit Broadway thing as well. And, of course, a huge movie several years ago. You know what? Mm. Ten years. Ten years. Okay, ten years. And now there's actually been Frozen 2. I've seen both those movies. And... You know, you're trying to get some yeah cred on that. Yeah, I love trying I, to get some shine off that. I love I both say. those movies. I, it's a es- weird humble brag, especially that first one is such. I absolutely love, and remember. I wrecked my car once. It was playing in the car mm-hmm. when I wrecked that frozen. Let it, let it you know just couldn't be better. But my problem is, and yesterday Chris Tim saw the stage show. And said, of course, you know, Elsa carries the show. And I said, no, no. Anna is the hidden star of this show. I'm an Anna guy, okay? You've always said that. I've always been an Anna Mm -hmm. guy. Now, this is Elsa. Okay, this is the big number. Well, she's the star. No? She she has the show-stopping numbers. No. Of course. Of course. She does. This is the 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 song. This is the signature song from the movie and the show. But Anna does those cute little clumsy quirky ones you know i feel like she gets short shrift every time when i go to disney i intentionally go over to anna where nobody is standing the short line yes i go. I want you to know i see you yes yes thank you uh, you're in front of me no i see you <laughs> yes that's what and of course, every little girl yesterday at the show is dressed up as Elsa. I, yeah, I lost track. I bet there were a 100 little Elsas, and it was fabulous to see because they, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it at the time, but now I know the little girls were wearing blue gloves. Yeah, she, now I get it. Well, Elsa, she touches something, frozen. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. it. She, well, well, her that's powers it. go out of control, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, that's that's why the little girls love her. It's the powers. It's, you know, it is her movie, I guess. If you, I, guess. I think it's that song. I think that song. Really, that song. Oh yeah, I you mean, get the big number. It's huge, obviously. And when I was in the theater, though, as we were walking out the, ten years ago, and all the little girls were going, Elsa. I said, "Shut up! Hey, hey, hey! Watch it! Don't forget Anna's role in this. Mm-hmm. Anna is a big deal in this movie. Now she was not going to be the princess or the queen or whatever, mm-hmm. and she nearly got the whole village destroyed by falling for that swindler. Oh, Hans! Hans. It was interesting, and of course there was." Uh, my wife had never seen the story, but you and I, Kelly, had discussed it mm. 10 years ago when your love for the movie became yeah. um, painfully mm. evident. I love the movie. And uh, I, I kind of predicted his heel turn, as we like to say in wrestling, because yeah. facial hair. Sideburn. Yeah. It was one of Chris Dem's, one of my favorite Chris Dem moments mm. because you basically dared him. You're like, you can't figure out who the villain is. Oh, yeah. And he knew Chris Dem immediately was like, points right at him. He, he didn't, goes, even, he didn't it's even, him. He saw it. He saw a screenshot of the mm-hmm. movie. Oh, that guy must be the villain. Be him. How yeah. do you know that? Sideburns. Dead yeah. giveaway. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had the he had the Disney giveaway. Sinister st- <laughs> sideburn. That's a Disney tell with the the sideburns. He was the one that. Now, if you don't know the story, Anna is ready to marry him, and he's the guy that has you know just in a weekend swept her off her feet. First date. Yes, and oh, they're going to go get married, and I was so happy for Anna, of mm-hmm. course. And then as Elsa and the whole village struggle, he leans into Anna and says, I don't love you. 
nobody loves you. I'm taking over this whole kingdom. And yeah. I turned to the five-year-old next to me and went, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's times like this that you need a strong leadership role. <laughs> That's the leader we yes. need. <laughs> I was so shocked when he said it. You know me. I went, yeah. no, 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 in the theater. And all the five-year-olds looked up, no. It, it's okay, mister. <laughs> I was wearing my gloves. <laughs> and I said, no, it can't be. Yeah, it, it is a heel turn for the century. Oh. There is no doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got taken in by so it. So er, when he makes his appearance... I guess at the uh, the coronation ball. Yeah, that, that's how it is in the Broadway show. I'm sure there. Are oh, that's it. No, that's it. That's but he makes he his appearance there, and there's kind of a quiet scene where he and Anna are out in the garden, mm. you know, falling for each other, and they sing their cute little number. Right. There's a little kid. He can't be more than four years old. Yeah. Over to our left, and he goes, "He's a bad guy." Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. Uh, the kid yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. He's, yeah. There's no yeah. filter. <laughs> And my wife goes, hmm? I said, Shh. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. She didn't realize. And at the end, the actor, because he plays the part perfect. Right. The yeah. actor, the, 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 he sings well. He's a good dancer. And he, mm. he's a great heel. And at the end, when he comes out for his curtain call, he goes, I'm so sorry. Does it? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he has to. He yeah. is. He is It's a rocket. They'll egg his car. What an evil. I, oh, man. Oh, every time I saw it, the, the, the I've seen it 10 times in the theater. <laughs> Twice. At home? Oh, 100 at home. Oh. I mean, I've seen it so many mm-hmm. times. A lot of times I'll watch it when nobody's at home. I'll just sit and watch it because I love, I just love the magic of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's probably my favorite Disney movie. And uh, every time he comes on the screen now, I'm just like, look at this guy. How dare Boo. I fell for you, too. How dare I fell for you. You got 30. I supported you. That's right. I w- that's right. I was like, Anna. You I broke s- my girl's heart. That's right. You're like a George Santos supporter. <laughs> oh, Santos. I believed in you. That's right. That's I trusted right. you. I trusted him. Did you hear Santos? Why don't you mention Santos? We'll probably play this numerous times today. But George Santos, who is the embattled congressman from New York, uh, he may have lied about a few things. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like everything. In fact, I believe he claimed he was in a Broadway musical at one point. I was in a Spider-Man, no, no Way Home or No Way Out. He just did that all now the let's time. Forget, let's not forget, it is not illegal to lie. That's right. That's right. It's he, not illegal to lie on the campaign, but he's in, mm. been indicted for mm. uh, misappropriation of funds. Not the first to lie, probably, but no. really brazen about it. You know, yeah. to say all these things that you yeah, can go played by. volleyball. <laughs> yeah, lots of very bizarre claims. <laughs> Can't remember which school he went to. Yeah, well, that's the thing about him, isn't it? It's it's not just like my record. You know, sometimes they're shady. You're like, well, yeah. I, I supported this bill when yeah. maybe you didn't. But he was like, yeah, I played college volleyball and on did, scholarship. And, and did. Yeah. Well, they were asking him on the Capitol steps, how do you deal with all that? Can you be a lawmaker and at the same time deal with these charges against you? And he said that famous line. I have not not done my job since I've gotten here. Uh, I can chew and walk gum at the same time. I can chew gum and walk at the same time. Oh, Oh, man. I practiced. (laughs) I I can chew and walk gum. And there's no doing that over. I have not not done my job since I've gotten here. Uh, I can chew and walk gum at the same time. I can chew gum and walk at the same time. Man, that hurts, Mm. doesn't it? I know. I'll tell you what, too. This was interesting, and this is about Biggie. We we had a little discussion about you after you left on Friday. Biggie had a conference call on Friday, 
and he's with sitting, the client. With the client, mm-hmm. yeah. that's right. And so he raced out of here twenty minutes earlier than usual, and so I've got to race home for this conference call. And Chris Dim said, hey, "What is it on Zoom?" And he said, "No, it's just a call." And so when you got in the parking lot, we all said, "Why is he racing home? Is there no phone?" <laughs> You've got the world's You've best got, phone in your, your pocket. Your phone is right here. That there are phones wired yeah. into this building, and uh, everyone just said, "No, there's no reason for him to. Uh, no, there's mm-hmm. nothing like that." And there he went. He mm-hmm. was gone. Dave uh, seemed to think there might have been a turkey sandwich in your future. Oh, that's right. It was a loso. Yeah. It's a loso turkey sandwich. That's a. That's how I kind of planned on taking. I was like, "Oh, I got this conference call." I'm like, "Well, I get home, make a little lunch." Then I uh, just put this thing well, on. Well, it uh, was ten forty. Yeah, <laughs> it was thing on. Uh, it was time for lunch. Put this thing on mute and let's let it go. I've got to race home <laughs> to get this conference call. A friend of mine told me over the weekend he called this program for the first time ever. Biggie fields the calls. What a marvelous job he does at it too. And a friend of mine told He's me. He's like Anna. He, you don't see the you work. You don't get the credit you deserve. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. You're like Anna doing all the work. Climbing that mountain. <laughs> That's right. Meeting the forest people uh, from then, another uh, movie. And it's Elsa. It's, yeah. it's, it's Elsa that gets all the credit. All the glory goes Mom, to Elsa. hot blonde is here. <laughs> Did you say also in that stage production of Frozen that you had some uh, Olafs in there as well? Yes. Yeah. There were, in our section, there were a couple of... Um, hardcore fanboys for Olaf. And I say fanboys in the truest sense of the word. These were a voting age. I mean, these were, you know, youngish mm. uh, men. <laughs> and they were talking animatedly about each show, mm-hmm. how many times they'd seen it. And at the end of each act, there's, of course, a gigantic crescendo. I mean, they, in fact, Let It Go it's the first is the act. end of yeah. the first act. That's and right. the visuals, yeah. even on a stage show, yeah, are yeah. stunning. Yeah, that song comes fair. Well, about halfway through the movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. But but you know when her, her Elsa's costume changes and reveals this sparkly, mm-hmm. spangly, uh, you know, blue, yeah, beautiful gown. Yeah. And how they do it is just unreal. Yeah. You know, because parts of her tiara just kind of fly off. Her gloves fly off. Her her cloak flies off. Amazing. It's magical. Yes. And at the end of the first act, you know, then the house lights go down as, she, as soon as she sings that "Let It Go" moment. Right. And the guy's like, hell yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? So, so sorry. Sorry. I had to say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because we're surrounded by princesses. <laughs> yes. he, he went, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they did the same thing at the end of act two. You know, when everybody's happy singing. Oh, at the end. There's right. a, I think there's a let it go reprise. Yeah. Oh, yes. They sing it again. Oh, I'm sure they do. And, the, you know, yeah, another yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I'll tell you who else I like is... Uh, is it Sven? Is he the? Uh, his, He's the reindeer, right? Who's the? Who's his owner? Kristoff. Kristoff. Kristoff is awesome. I like. Yeah, he's a him. fine character. I like him. You know, he's the one. He's the one Anna should be with, not that character she yeah. winds up mm-hmm. with at the beginning. So anyway, a friend of mine came up to me the other day, uh, yesterday, and said, "You know, I almost called." He said, "I did for the first time ever call into the radio show." About 10 days ago. I said, oh, really? What? And he said, uh, you were talking about Karate Kid, the movie. And uh, that sounds like us. That is us. <laughs> that is us. Nobody else in this. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Nobody uh, up else. Up and down the dial doing Nobody that. else yeah. talking. Nobody's going. And not not like any kind of reboot, uh, Cobra Kai. This is from the 80s, Karate Kid. Okay. That's what we were talking about. And the reason was this. 
there was some story that reminded me of a scene in Karate Kid where when Daniel and Mr. Miyagi are down at the beach, that's actually where he sees crane technique for the first time. Mr. Miyagi's doing it on some logs. Mm -hmm. That becomes very big in the movie. So as they're leaving, some guys are drinking beers next to their truck and have put four or five empty bottles of beer on Mr. Miyagi's truck. And Mr. Miyagi says, kindly remove bottle, boy, cold, must get home, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And the guy makes all sorts of fun of Mr. Miyagi. He says, why don't you do it yourself? Blah, blah, blah. You know, he's really up in his face. Makes some very, very uh, racist remarks toward Mr. Miyagi. So Mr. Miyagi does a karate chop through the beer bottles, breaking off the tops, the necks of the beer bottles, without removing them from the truck. I still have no idea how they did it. Mm -hmm. I mean... I've looked at the scene frame by frame. It, his, I mean, they hit it. I don't know how they did it. I have no idea. Even if the bottles are like taped to the truck, the fact that the tops of them are broken off without the bottles being turned over is amazing. Yeah, I got a, a few emails saying they pre-break the bottles. Yeah, and I'm like, but man, that's got to be precision to put them back together like that. Mm -hmm. And even if they're pre, so are they pre-broken? They're already broken and they're not glued together. And he I'm just sure it's just sitting on top of the yeah, that's the bottle. Yeah. But even so, I mean, how do you break a bottle so perfectly that it? I yeah, mean, unless they, you know, cut them with like a blowtorch. Yeah, but still, even I, I don't know. Uh, it's hard for me to any. Okay, so. My friend John says, I called about that scene. And I said, oh, you did? And he goes, yeah, and the guy that answers your phone. And I mm -hmm. said, oh, Biggie. He said, yes, Biggie. He said, he said, yeah, we moved on, Chief. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> well, Got to be timely. <laughs> Got to be timely. He's like, yeah, we're moving on. And my friend says, wait, wait, there's a wait. wait. And, and Biggie's, sorry, hoss. And that's it. And then he says at the end, uh, Biggie said, if you want to email on this subject, feel free. <laughs> and my friend said, I'm not going to email on this subject. The guy in the scene who is poking fun at Mr. Miyagi went on to be in L.A. Law. He's the mentally challenged guy in L.A. Law, which I didn't know. You know, that oh. guy that guy who was like a big character actor for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that. And I said to him, interesting factoid. So he's racist redneck? Yeah, he's racist redneck <laughs> with Washington senator's hat on oh. before as Mr. Miyagi walks up. There's, I don't even remember that scene. I love that scene. That, there, it's when, uh, well... I just have always been fascinated by the bottle breaking. Hell yeah! Yeah, I <laughs> sorry, do. sorry. I do that. I do that. 